0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are and whenever it is on this amazing day. Welcome to Coffee and Christ. I am Robert Bolden, Life Transformed. We help people go from isolation to community because that is the only problem that we all have that we may or may not realize we have we're all in isolation no matter how even though we're more connected than we are at any point in time in history if you think about it we still tend to be in isolation if a if a circumstance comes into our life we tend to want to deal with it initially just on our own and that is a dangerous place to be so today if this is your first time welcome this is my daily glimpse your daily glimpse into my daily process. Wait, let me start that again. This is my once a week uh, share of my daily process that I go through every day. Uh, going through my devotionals and we call it Coffee and Christ and um, I trust that there will be something in this devotional today that is going to touch you, move you, it's going to be something that you needed to hear That's going to help you better follow Jesus and um, make this world just a better place, right? By being the light. So let's jump right in with the verse of the day. And it is, he said to his disciples, and this is Matthew 9, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. I love that. You know, it really reminds me of what we're doing with Life Transformed and our whole community, building a community of people who are for each other, don't judge each other, and are in harmony with one another. And that is a prayer that I pray to God Um, each day is, okay, keep sending me winners, keep sending me people that are passionate about serving this world for god and for changing this world for god for being the light and creating the community of people that are going to do some amazing things that to help god do his transforming work in this world it is so much fun you guys and so exciting to be part of that process so i think um, i love this matthew 9 send more workers into his field Mm, we've got a great coffee this morning too i'll have to get the name of it but it's an espresso and it's one that's designed to go with milk so i do like this great um kind of coconut milk cream that i froth and then i put a little bit of this espresso in there it's like i think it's a five ounce deal I'll get the name of it, but it's really, really good and creamy and just hmm, amazing today. All right. So let's go on to. We're going to read from. We're going to read. Let's see. Which plan should I do? I've got. Well, since we're going to read from Job later, let's go to prophecy. The gospel will be proclaimed everywhere. Finally, some good news. At the end of all his hard and realistic prophecies, Jesus made two phenomenal promises. The first is that every humble believer who hangs on to Christ as Savior will be welcomed into eternal life. People may have lost jobs, wealth, homes, family members, limbs, or health, but if they have Christ, they inherit everything. These are his incredible words, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. I mean, it is so good, I think, to, you know, for me to just continue to just be the light and, and preach the gospel. And stand firm, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what the temptations um, continue to follow Jesus. It is the best way to go. I was talking to a friend of mine last night and, and, you know, he was contrasting him and I, and he said, Oh, you know, you know, you will go. He, he gave me the scenario that he was in. He was on a, a work trip and he's a consultant. And, uh, one of the participants said, Oh, we've got this, uh, at my church tonight, we've got this big event and we'd love to have you come. And, and he he looked at me, he goes, now you would have gone. I was too tired. I just went to my hotel and went to bed. <laughs> he says, I'm not an evangelist. I'm like, no, dude, it's got nothing to do with evangelism. So we had to talk about that. It's just like following the Holy Spirit. It may be just a smile that you give. It may be an action that you take. It doesn't have to be, quote unquote, evangelism. Like You don't have to be all evangelistic and I don't even know much about that and how it works in the Bible but just reminded me of that you know Jesus saying but he who stands firm to the end will be saved And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come the second promise is a pledge that God won't let the end come until the message of the Savior has reached all over the world not only have Christian missionaries entered every country on earth But shortwave radio, satellite TV, and the internet can bring the gospel almost anywhere on the planet. Satan, you lose. In the end, we win. Heads high. Love that. I mean, this is what it's all about. Everybody will have the opportunity to follow Jesus. That's it. We have free will. So we can choose not to. That's okay. But again, from my view and what I know now, and I continue to learn every day, it's just such a glorious place to be following Jesus and, and letting go of this world stuff. You know, in our company, uh, Life Transformed, it's this world's success to God's world significance because that's the journey I went on. I, I had all of this world's success and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't it. There is a whole lot missing here. This isn't, you know, riding off into the sunset, happily ever after. No, it's God's world's significance. That's the key and to be following Jesus and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide my steps and knowing God has me and that I've got life eternal and I'm only here for a short time. All of those things combined is just a beautiful message to live a life of joy right here on earth no matter what the circumstances are. And yes, it is possible because I'm doing it. I'm just telling you. And I'd love to have you all, whoever's listening to this, if you share this or if this is resonating with you, please take action and reach out. Take action within five seconds. Write it down that you're going to reach out to me or send me a text if you've got my number. Um, You know, respond to this podcast with a reply do something and take action you guys there's no downside i guarantee you you know we'll share with you what our community is all about and if it's not a fit if there's an alignment we don't force anybody and we don't try to cajole anybody into joining our movement it is all about if you're drawn by the spirit then let's go right we're ready to go Okay, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. And that is actually Matthew 24. So remember, the verse of the day was Matthew 9. And now it's devotional. They pointed us to Matthew 24. That's how God works. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? So this is just... And then I write in, you know, in the Bible, it says, based based on today's reading, what is one thing God is saying to you? And it is, continue with persistence. Many, late, uh, many lives <coughs> have an opportunity... To be saved and that's what we're doing again i don't do the work our team doesn't our community doesn't do the work the transformational work all we do is we go out and we try to represent jesus the best way we can and we believe it is through team through community So much more can be accomplished through others than it can if we try to do these things singularly on our own. Things are amplified when you do things in community. So I love that aspect of it. And plus it's more fun, hanging out with other people, you get better results. You may not do things as fast, but holy cow. If you look at a year, and you were to put in your best effort at something you may have a lot of things going on but then you take that same year and you do that in conjunction with with other people who are in harmony with you for you don't judge you the results you're gonna get are gonna just 10x 20x what you could have done on your own and that's a fact I've seen it in my life and I've, I've read and heard from enough experts that amplify that and um we find it in the bible too jesus had 12 disciples he couldn't you know it wasn't like he'd just go out and do things on his own he needed his disciples Hmm. okay so now let's go to i am in job three my friend stephanie and coo stephanie taylor she's amazing we are reading the old testament together and we are in job and i'm on job three job speaks after this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. Now this is after he went through all the calamities where, you know, Satan went to God and uh, God said, well, you know, my friend, look at my man, Job. He's, he rocks and Satan's like, oh, it's cause you, you, you protect him." And God's like, no, he's, he's an honorable man. Satan says, well, let me take away all his stuff. God said, fine take away all his stuff but you can't harm him and you'll see what a what a what a honorable person he is so now this is after all of that and Job was literally devastated personally and professionally so after this Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth he said may the day of my birth perish and the night that said a boy is conceived that day may it turn to darkness may God above not care about it May no light shine on it, may gloom and utter darkness claim it once more, may a cloud settle over it, may blackness overwhelm it, that night may thick darkness seize it, may it not be included among the days of the year, nor be entered into any of the months, may that night be barren, may no shout of joy be heard in it, may those who curse days curse that day, those who are ready to rouse leviathan. May its morning stars become dark. May it wait for daylight in vain and not see the first rays of dawn. For it did not shut the doors of the womb on me to hide trouble from my eyes. Why did I not not perish at birth and die as I came from the womb? Why were there knees to receive me and breasts that I might be nursed? For now I would be lying down in peace, I would be asleep and at rest with kings and rulers of the earth, who built for themselves places now lying in ruins, with princes who had gold, who filled their houses with silver. Or why was I not hidden away in the ground like a stillborn child, like an infant, who never saw the light of day? There the wicked cease from turmoil, and there the weary are at rest. Captives also enjoy their ease, they no longer hear the slave drivers shout, the small and the great are there and the slaves are freed from their owners. Why is light given to those in misery, and life to the bitter of soul? To those who long for death it does not come, who search for it more than for a hidden treasure, who are filled with gladness and rejoice when they re- re- the, re- reach the grave. Why is life given to a man who was, whose way is hidden, whom God has helped in? For sighing has become my daily food, my groans pour out like water. What I feared has come upon me. What I dreaded has happened to me. I have no peace, no quietness. I have no rest, but only turmoil." Wow! That was some (laughs) lament there. Okay, so I've never read Job, but I've heard people say, you know, Oh Job this or that. And Some people love it, some people hate it. I'm just saying, initially, with the setup that Job is this godly dude it sounds like he's doing a whole lot of whining here in Job (laughs) 3 he's doing a whole lot of woe is meing so I'm really um anticipating what's going to happen in the rest of this story uh because I think my perspective and what this is speaking to me right now is that yes there is a lot of woe and woe is me in the world today and I guess it's there all the time we say like today is worse than before but there have been things like this happen in the past and you know it's no big deal really Um, if you think about it at least from my perspective nothing that's happening in the world prevents me from doing God's work I mean really circumstances in the world have no impact on that to the extent that I let them impact me is the impact they will have on me if I allow negative media if I allow gossip if I allow negative um, and divisiveness into my mind into my thoughts yes then it will be impactful to me you know i you know i go around here in asheville and and it's everywhere right there's some people that are joyful and other people they're scared to death you can just see it in their eyes so what i try to do is just bring a smile to those people that are that are scared to death and and i can always get them to smile somehow it's like come on now (laughs) you can choose this you don't have to be a victim um, and then the other end of the spectrum is those people that are joyful. Man, oh man, I am just like feeding off of them too as they feed off of me. And we are creating together the model. We don't have to talk a lot about it. We just had to be it, right? People can't be what they can't see. So much of communication is non-verbal: your tone and your body language and all of that stuff. So uh, to the extent that you can be that positive light it gives others the permission to be that way too and of course everybody was created in love that way so people want to get back to that love so we can show them you and I uh, can show them how to do that we don't have to talk about it we can just show them with our actions um, I love that that is beautiful so there is my foyer into Job and again that That, you know, prepares me. Even Job, who was a very godly man, could fall prey to, you know, having this world stuff taken away from him. So it's a great, great lesson to be learned that, for me, as I hear this and, and read it, it's like, oh yeah, don't get too caught up in your worldly stuff. Even your family, I mean, in Job's case, you know, his family members, if I remember right, got taken away from him, you know, so, um, yeah, you can't, you can't rest your identity in anything other than you're a child of God. You're here to do God's work. That's it. That's where your identity must lay. Because if it doesn't, if any of those things get taken away, you are left in ruins, And God did not design us to be that way. All right, here's the verse of the day for today. Walk with me along paths of trust, and that is in bold. The most direct route between point A and point B on your life journey is the path of unwavering trust in me. Kind of just reinforcing what I just talked about, right? That is where your identity needs to be. When your faith falters, you choose a trail that meanders and takes you well out of your way. You will get to point B eventually, but you will have lost precious time and energy. As soon as you realize you have wandered from your trust path, look to me and whisper, I trust you, Jesus. This affirmation will help you get back on track. The farther you roam along paths of unbelief, the harder it is to remember that I am with you. Anxious thoughts branch off in all directions, taking you farther and farther from awareness of my presence. You need to voice your trust in me frequently. This simple act of faith will keep you walking along straight paths with me. Trust in me with all your heart and I will make your paths straight. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord the Lord is the rock eternal. That's Isaiah 26, 4. And those who know your name will trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Again, that constant theme here, you know, it's almost like you put on blinders and just seek, seek God's wisdom, follow that Holy Spirit in you, follow Jesus' teachings. All right, next Psalm 25, four and five. Show me your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths, guide me in your truth, and teach me, for you are God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Boom. Boom all day long you know that's been my transition over the last several months you know taking this devotional and it's great to spend this kind of time each day in the word and reflecting but then taking it into my day so it is all day long um, doing some great stuff with uh, dr caroline leaf uh cycles and, and getting rid of some toxic thoughts there and um, it's so helpful so beneficial you know, to carry this this thought process into your day. And finally, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. And that's it, in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. That is so key. Not some of them, but in all your ways. That is, to me secret and we're not taught that we're, we're taught to rely on each other on ourselves like i you know just do it nike just do it and you know all of this empowerment i can do it i can do it well you really can't <laughs> really nothing can be done without god um we can try our darndest and good luck with that right good luck with that um you yeah, know pastor stephen Uh, from my uh, elevation did a series a little while back copy that he said be careful what you copy be careful who you put on a pedestal be careful who you emulate because you don't see the whole picture you just see their cropped picture of life what's going on behind the scenes right so it is we can't do this on our own we're designed for community and that is our whole mission here at Life Transform: Get you out of isolation into community, into a community of people who are for you. Don't judge you are in harmony with you. If that sounds intriguing, if that sounds like something that would breathe life into your soul to just be around a community of people like that, then now is your time to take action. Take action today, right now. Reach out, social media, text, whatever reach out right now and say hey i just want to learn more and we will get in touch with you and we'll do a follow-up you know again this is not this is all holy spirit driven god-ordained stuff if you're meant to be here you will be here and uh, i'm just super excited about it we are going to create love places and spaces all around the world God is love, and we'll be able to help God do the transforming work by by freeing people's minds of a lot of the clutter that's been piled on them since the age of eight. Amazing. Okay, you guys, have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening, and we will see you next week, next Thursday, on Coffee and Christ. Take care.